Welcome to Subliminal Message Studios, ladies and gentlemen, and I am your host, Leonardo, and this is a world segment so, yeah, of our broadcast. Ladies and gentlemen, what you just heard was FDA Director Christopher Cole 
proclaiming his absolute allegiance to Satan. And what amazes me above all else is while this information will be broadcasted publicly and it will be released before we cover the rest of this world news, um, the thing that amazes me right now, as it currently sits, LB906 is being um, introduced and, uh, and, and pushed through our... Um, legislation here in the state of uh, the great state of Nebraska and I'm hoping that some senators that um, were claiming that anti-vaxxers throughout this entire pandemic there um, uh, there are a lot of people were claiming that the governor were the governor of this state was putting everyone in, in danger and I'm hoping that now maybe uh, I'm hoping this broadcast will really get to you so you can maybe in and Maybe you can see in how deep this really, really goes because it's it's not a game. And it's all tied in with each other. As you know, Vanguard Project, right? But this is all tied in with each other. And I want to ask you something else. Are you okay with them getting billions and billions of dollars? I mean, you if you think you're you if you think you're lobbying them for them so hard and they're paying you so well, let me tell you something, honey. Um, and that goes for the rest of any um, any of you guys, uh, any of the rest of the senators, and a couple of them are actually Republican that are getting direct funds from Vanguard and uh, BlackRock. And um, let me tell you guys something: the money they are giving you are coins. They're not even pennies. And it's sad that you're selling your soul for pennies. You know, uh, the money they give they give you, they spend for dinner. You have to understand, this is not a um, game with them. Like I was just saying, it's not a game. And their final conclusion is ultimate domination. Ultimate eradication of the human population. They have deemed us unworthy of a going on. And um, I, I'm wondering, and I'm hoping, like I just said, with this information at your hand, I am hoping this will change your perspective and make you realize that this pandemic was just that, a pandemic, or are you still going to have this attitude? People like me who are LGBTQ have watched the conversation for decades and seen people like Senator Hansen say year after year after year that we don't deserve protection because of who we are. That this is for the free market to decide that this is not for government to step in with private business and that the market will sort it out. We have to be careful when we're talking about religious rights when it turns into the rights to harm other people. We protect the rights of people we meaning government, not us, but government, the big G. In the United States, we protect protected classes of people until those people are posing an active physical safety threat to someone else. And you should be careful getting into religious rights with some of the things you guys are trying to do, because what you're really talking about is Christian rights. And what you're really talking about is fundamentalist Christian rights. You know, in Judaism, there's nothing in Jewish law that shares the belief common among abortion opponents that life begins at conception. So why shouldn't a Jewish person come to Nebraska or stand up like this and say, for you to ban abortion in Nebraska is a violation of my religious beliefs? Because there's nothing in that religion that teaches that life begins at conception. You know what? The other Abrahamic religion, Islam, same teaching. 
So keep the conversation to what it's really oh, about. Here we go. You know, the, uh, Russia, the, uh, the Russian ministry, the Russian foreign ministry has called on Western media outlets to inform them um, a full date list of when um, Russia will invade Ukraine. And what I just said is absolutely not satire. You're going to see it right up there. On top of all of that good, awesome, wholesome news, the fact that um, the uh, Ukraine... <laughs> The Russian foreign, uh, yeah, the Russian foreign ministry actually asked Western media outlets uh, to let them know when we plan on um, uh, when we plan on uh, when we plan when they plan on uh, invading Ukraine. And and meanwhile, all while this is going on, um, Ukraine has asked President Biden to inform his the inform his media outlets to please pipe down the World War III talks because it's scaring the shit out of my people. Not to mention, we already have Americans over there right now that are training with Ukrainian soldiers, getting special ops training. On top of that, I don't know if you guys know this, but a war has been going on out in uh, between between Russia and the U uh, and the Ukraine and you and Ukraine and the NATO troops since 2014. There's already over 15,000 troops dead. It's not it's not a new thing. Do you understand me? There's already this is already started. This is nothing but a proxy war on top of a proxy war that's being escalated into a full war. Do you understand what I'm saying? As a matter of fact, why don't we go to um, why don't we get to go uh, go to good old Georgie to see what he has to say about all this, huh? And what I mean by George, I mean George Soros, of course. You know that um, uh, him One and his uh, Nazi roots. He's such a good person. Recognize about you was that you during the revolutions of 1989 funded a lot of dissident activities, civil society groups in Eastern Europe, in Poland, the Czech Republic. Are you doing similar things in Ukraine? Well, I set up a foundation in Ukraine before Ukraine became independent of uh, Russia. Uh, and the foundation has been uh, functioning ever since. And it played an, an important part in events now. Do you think Ukraine will be able to assert a kind of independence from Russia uh, and an alignment uh, with the West, not but not a specific alignment as NATO, but a kind of orientation toward the West, or will the Russians always stop that? No, uh, uh, Putin will try to destabilize uh, Ukraine, but the Ukrainians, uh, the large majority of Ukrainians, are determined to be independent of, of Russia. It won't be easy, because Putin uh, has uh, staked his... Regime on destabilizing uh, Ukraine because it's a, a threat uh, to, to his regime in Russia. If you have freedom, uh, free media, and so on, and a flourishing economy, uh, that would uh, make his regime. Uh, well, there he is, Lord Sidious. <laughs> I, I, I am so sorry. I watched too much Star Wars. Believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, I'm kind of a geek. You know, um, I kind of, uh, yeah. Now, um, regardless, uh, 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 let's uh, let's uh, not really lay that down, but let's just lay that down for a moment, um, if you will, because we have some fascinating news about our president. I don't know if you guys have seen this video of um, uh, our uh, poopy Biden. I meant um, uh, our president. Um, it feels weird to even call him a president. You know what I mean? I wonder if I should just call him, you know, Biden. 
You know, no one really believes he's a president. But I wonder if any of you guys have seen this video of him basically making fun of a, putting a dead, a dead dog on a citizen's porch because they asked him to remove it and they gave him a, a murky or smirky attitude. But uh, he seemed to have a lot of fun with talking about it and a lot of fun with doing it. And you can see the sick look into his eyes, but don't take my word for it. On a call one night, take his word a woman said it. to me, obviously not in the same persuasion as I was politically, called me and said, there's a dead dog on my lawn. I said, yes, ma'am. I said, have you called the county? He said, yes, they're not here. And I said, well, I'll get them in the morning. She said, I want to remove now. I pay your salary. <laughs> so I went over. <laughs> I picked it up. Well, anywho, now um, why don't we just jump in to this juicy, juicy news? Now, uh, Biden braces Americans for higher energy prices if Russia invades. It goes on to reiterate: uh, with fears of Russian, with the Russian attack on Ukraine remaining a distinct possibility, Sleepy Poopy is sending a stark warning to Americans about what he says could be a very real economic consequence at home, especially at the gas pump. This article should actually say this. Sleepy, poopy, droopy, doopy, whoopy finally admits that he spent all of our money and now our gas prices are skyrocketing. Skyrocketing. He spent more money than a high school rich girl. I was going to give something more, but my pun just went out of me. Regardless, um, uh, 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 you know what? Uh, what I think is even more uh, sweeter, uh, sweeter and Sally. Let me just keep on going and um, really drive this at home. There has been a war between Russia and NATO. It's been a very, very small proxy war that has been going on the borders, the eastern borders of Ukraine, and you're going to be seeing videos of it now. Uh, but between Ukraine and NATO, or Ukraine, NATO, and then Russia, they've been fighting with each other since 2014. This is just now escalating into a World War III, and this also has nothing to do. What I mean by fighting, it's not that NATO is on Ukraine's side. Ukraine has asked uh, multiple times, multiple times that they do not want NATO in their freaking business. Now, when Biden keeps on, um, uh, no, uh, Biden and CNN and all these other uh, mainstream media keep on telling the American people that war is intimate. Oh, just because Russia backed his troops away from, away from their own border as if protecting their own border is a bad thing. And I don't know if you've looked at um, uh, Ukraine, where it looks and where it sits on the map. What is that about? Honestly, yeah, yeah, they're surrounding it. It's, come on now, anyways. Now, and, and, and why they've been trying to drive this at home, even Ukraine military intelligence has said that there is not enough mass amount of troops from Russia to invade Ukraine, as if American, America or the West or our Western intelligence does not understand that a country knows best for what they know best for their own people. Now, um, I, I understand why um, NATO is doing it because NATO is uh, uh, bought out by uh, the Federal Reserve and the Van by Vanguard and uh, BlackRock. And these are global companies, ladies and gentlemen. 
I, I also, I, I'm, trying, I'm really trying to reiterate that. They, they are global, global companies, all right? Two years ago this month, Dr. Fauci has put on notice that the virus most likely came from a lab that was doing gain-of-function research. He gets a letter uh, on January 31st, 10.32 p.m., 2020. He gets an email, excuse me, from Dr. Christian Anderson that says, the virus looks engineered, virus not consistent with evolutionary theory. Dr. Fauci goes into complete overdrive to cover this information up and not present it to the American people. He organizes a conference call the next day with Fauci, Collins, and 11 virologists from around the world on that call. Mr. Gary, Dr. Gary on that call says this, I don't know how this happens in nature, but it would be easy to do in a lab. Four days later, those people who express those sentiments start to change their position. They write a piece in Nature Medicine magazine on February 16th. It first gets published online. That piece is then cited on February 9th, 2020, in the now famous letter in The Lancet that becomes the gospel that this thing, according to Fauci and this group, didn't come from a lab. All that happens in 20 days. So they go from this thing looks engineered, this thing is not consistent with evolutionary theory, this thing could not have happened in nature, this thing would be easy to do in a lab to completely change in their position. And here's the kicker. The two guys who said those things, Dr. Anderson and Dr. Gary, three months later get rewarded with an $8.9 million grant from Dr. Fauci to continue to do research on coronavirus. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, why don't we just keep on going because we're not going to get anywhere but four if we don't move forward. <laughs> now, um, Sleepy Joe and the Biden administration are going by reiterating, by pushing this agenda of wanting World War III to happen and believing that America should want World War III to happen. Now, the average uh, price of a gallon of gas reached 3.5 on Wednesday, and that's nowhere near true. I've seen gas go up to 379, I believe, somewhere it was. I can't remember which gas station it was, but it's jumping up. And, of course, this is, isn't because of trillions and trillions of dollars that we've spent, the lockdowns, the, 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 the murder rates, the suicide rates, the overdose rates, the cancer rates. It's not because of that, because all the people that made all the money during the pandemic will see they're not putting it in America. Now, um, uh, Saki, uh, uh, Saki goes on to uh, reiterate by worst case scenario, what should they expect if, uh, if this happens? Now, um, if Russia decides to invade, there could be consequences here at home, and that could have an impact on energy prices, which could have an impact on prices at the gas pump. That's what Chucky said. Now, um, polls show Biden already is, is, is being blamed for higher gas prices as part of the worst inflation in nearly 40 years, more than 7% last year. And it's a big political problem for him and Democrats ahead of November's midterm elections. As if, as if that really matters. As if um, uh, we don't already know how those midterm elections are going to go. And you know, I, 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 I'm going to say this once. I'm going to say it again. I didn't like Trump as a person. Okay. Now the things that he was doing while he was uh, a president of the United States, I liked full well and full well. And I mean that to the very, very uh, bottom, uh, bottom of uh, not my soul, but I, I mean that. You know what I mean? Um, I really, really do. The things that he was doing as president were um, awesome. They were great, and I, I believe that what is going on right now, and for him to run as president again would only uh, cause more of a division and just cause more of a, a civil riot type of scenario. So as far as him uh, 
running for president uh, president again, I don't think that should happen. But a lot of people do believe in that, and um, more power to them. You know what I mean? I, I once again, I'm just simply saying I don't like him as a person. You have to understand he's from New York. He's a city slicker. Get it through that. You have to get that through your head. Now. Um, NATO Defense Ministry is gravely concerned by Russian military buildup. Now, Saki said all options are on the table to help bring down the price of gasoline, and President Biden has been trying to get ahead, to get ahead of a major impact by shoring up supplies with allies and energy producers. <coughs> of course, we shouldn't. We wouldn't really need to worry about that as if he didn't shut down the pipeline, pipeline until the entire uh, good, uh, good. Um, piece of this land, the entire continent, I should say, that you cannot drill for oil, no fracking, you cannot use your natural resources, even though the entire the entire other world is doing it. But no, we as Americans can't because we're evil, we're scum, and this and that. Now, um, several Democrat, uh, Democratic senators have introduced legislation, and this is really key to get this, guys. Legislation to temporarily suspend the 18.5 cents per gallon federal gas tax for the remainder of the year to help bring up the price at the pump down. During a news conference on Inflation Wednesday, Republican senators called the proposal a gimmick and criticized the Biden administration's energy policies that they say have punished American producers and increased foreign reliance on Russian energy, which uh, seems to be the exact uh, exact thing that you guys were blaming for Trump for. But you know, I guess we'll just we'll we'll leave that alone. Um, you know what I mean? Now, um, uh, President Poopy. Discuss global energy supplies with King Salman bin Abdullah Hazada Al Saad, and um, I didn't actually torture that name. That was literally pretty good. On uh, this was on February 9th when he hosted Quarter uh, Amir Shakir Tamim bin Hamid Tirhadini at the White House on January 31st. Now, despite the outreach and calls to pump more oil, Saudi Arabia has decided to a bid a five-year-old deal between o OPEC plus countries and will not increase its production to full capacity according to Wall Street Journal. But that is because of what is going on with the uh, um, with the new uh, um how am I going to say this? The fourth branch uh, deals that they set in place and that the, the reconstructing of our economy that they are doing. Now my bad, my bad. Uh, let's get straight to, uh, let's get down into this. This is another one of these articles where, um, you know, it's not it's not like this is going to change the world, but I do want to cover it because I think it's it really shows colors of how these certain things work work in the um, higher apple, uh, higher apple, upper apple, uh, upper echelon, I should say. You know what I mean? And that's not to say. Um, um, I don't think that uh, people paying to get their kids into higher schools, uh, there's nothing wrong with that. I think there's um, certain moral obligations you should have when you are um, uh, a politician. And um, then again, <laughs> you should have no morals if you're a politician, right? Um, and now, uh, a private equity financier who was sentenced on Wednesday to uh, to 15 months in prison for participating in a vast U.S. college admissions fraud scheme by conspiring to pay bribes to secure spots for his children at top schools. 
Now, this impost uh, sentence was on John Wilson. The founder of Heine's Port Capital was the longest of any of the dozen of parents, coaches, and other defendants charged in the uh, Varsity Blues College admission scandal they have received to date. Now, U.S. District Judge Nathaniel Gordon in Boston issued the sentence a week after sentencing another parent, former Wind Resorts Executive Gamil Aziz, to a year in prison after both men were convicted in the first trial as a result from the scandal. Now, prosecutors argued Wilson was 62 at the time, deserved a longer sentence after being convicted of bribery, fraud, and uh, fraud, fraud, uh, fraud, and conspiracy charges, saying his involvement in this, in this scheme was more extensive and involved four times as much bribe money, $1.2 million to be around exact. Now, um, he has been denied, uh, he, he has denied wrongdoing and is expected to appeal. His lawyer, Michael Kendall, argued a six-month prison term was more than enough that Wilson should uh, bear. And that's not an outlier that government makes him out to be. Now, 57 people have been charged in the probe which centered on a scheme in which parents conspired with California college admissions consultant William Rick Singer to secure their children's college admissions fraudulently by using fake, fake athletic credentials. I apologize, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and I, I um, you know, I, I had to look into this uh, just, you know, just just for myself to kind of uh, get involved in this. And then, you know, I, I don't know how else, how else am I going to say this? Not everything is a scandal. You know what I mean? Not everything is a conspiracy theory. Uh, conspiracy theory. You know what I mean? And I hate using that word because I hate when people call me that. I'm anything but a conspiracy theorist. And conspiracy theorist. And uh, by the way, that term was uh, created by the Vatican Church um, against uh, scientists. And um, so yeah, uh, just uh, just uh, you know, quick little fact for you. But. Um, what I'm trying to say is I think uh, these certain people got caught in the mix. Um, what, like I said, I think what they are doing wasn't the tip of spear of e evil. I think this is a big distraction from what's going on with Vanguard um, re, uh, re organizing our economy right now and how much it will shape. And we will get to uh, another article and that will kind of base around the reshaping of our um, economy right now. And this is a world economy, by the way. It's not just American economy. This is a world economy. Keep a lookout for Greece near, um, near this coming September. And um, what I think is... I think they're going... I think a lot of people are being... Uh, are, are, being um, individualized by this new uh, founded form of government that is uh, taking a hold of our uh, of, of the United States, and they're being targeted, and uh, that's whether or not they are true forms of democratic. It's just about what they might have against the system or what they have on the system. Now, who's to know that these people were involved in that much more? That's why I'm simply just um, leaving it at, at this, just to keep on going with it. Now, Singer pleaded guilty to uh, facilitating cheating on college interest exams and funneling money to corrupt coaches and athletic officials to secure university admissions for his client children by falsely designing them as athletic recruits. Now, a prosecutor said Wilson in 2014 paid $220,000 to secure the admission of his son to the University of Southern California as a water polo recruit. That is um, outrageous money, man, to be spending. But um, uh, once again, I don't think... 
I don't think these are the worst crimes of the century. I think these guys are being targeted. Why? I don't know. Which is why subliminal. This is why um, we hear subliminal message studios when these things come up because they are this in one way or another. These certain articles are going to get produced, not even on mainstream media, but other people are going to be talking about these kind of things because. My hint is, is these are going to tie into future events that are not that foreseen, which is why I need to get to work. Uh, but um, um, now another about uh, about another hundred thousand went to USC a, a account controlled by Jovan V. Uh, Vavik, a water polo coach, took bribes to de- uh, de- designate the children of senior clients as recruits. Prosecutors said this. Now Vavik faces trial next month on related charges as he pleaded not guilty. Now pros- prosecutors said Wilson later in 2018 paid one million dollars and bribes to have his twin daughters admitted to Harvard University and Stanford University as sailing recruits that is uh, outrageous uh, outrageous but I also wonder why such money was being spent um, I, and I know if I had that type of money I'm not gonna lie ladies and gentlemen and, and same goes as you if you had that type of money and um, w- would you do that this is where we need to be honest with each other and and I know if I had the money I would what what is wrong with that now is there um, uh, something morally wrong with that? Because your children are simply getting into those positions because they are just your children? Yes, I think you need to really push your children to be the best person, the best, brightest person they can be. And if they're turning out to be nothing but spoiled little brats, I think you need to educate them about history and educate them in a serious, serious uh, momentum in life. You know, and um, just because you're uh, wealthy and you can spend a million dollars and uh, 1.2 million dollars and this and that, Wilson, that doesn't mean you should do it. And by the way, you're not you're not rich. You know, if if you had a sense of mind, you'd be fighting the globalists right now because the type of money that you have, they're going to devalue that into absolutely nothing. Okay, you're not on their list, buddy. And we know the members that are. And you're definitely not part of their families. So you know, just just a heads up, man. You're not you're not a uh, you know the the uh, the brightest and greatest one. You know what I'm saying, man. You're not part of their group. Now um, to jump right in the uh, right in another juicy juicy pile, um, which. Uh, Correlates with what is going on with Vanguard and the BlackRock uh, foundations and uh, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation controlling the media and their stab- and the establishment and which way the establishment shifts their concepts because that's what it is all about. Um, you know, bringing you the talking points. You know what I'm saying? Our subliminal message studios. We don't care about talking points. We will literally dig into every court document that they can produce. Two hundred twenty-five, a thousand pages. We don't care. We'll go through it. Stay up three days a week. It might take us a while to bring you another video you know what I mean on it you know what I mean or it might take a couple weeks to have some patience to really really get information something that we can actually prove you see what I'm saying and um, that's that's what Subliminal Message Studios is really really about giving the Midwest the hope and giving the Midwest the real news which I do not see coming out of nowhere. The Midwest does not have that, which please like and subscribe, ladies and gentlemen. And if you can, please help me uh, grow this channel. Donate to this channel. Help me grow it, man. Share this channel out, man, because Lord knows the Midwest needs it, okay? And Subliminal Message Studios truly, truly wants to be on the front line. I have big plans. I want to grow this channel enough to the point where it's right up to InfoWars, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know how else to say that. And, and we want to grow even bigger. And 
it is always and it will always this is my word ladies and gentlemen to you subliminal message studios will always be a news channel that is funded by the people for the people so if it is not being funded by the people we don't grow ladies and gentlemen uh, now that being said uh, this next article does correlate with uh, the economic restructuring that's going on now $100 uh, $100 could trigger bursts in shale oil production now who owns um, oil the DuPont family which is uh, correlates with um, uh, the Rockefellers and the rest of them but we'll put that aside for now because after all that doesn't matter uh, now, now up to 2.2 million barrels per day of U.S. tight oil could be unleashed in the event of a super cycle with oil prices remaining around or above $100 per barrel, driving by growing demand or continued supply tightness. Now, Ristead Energy predicts this. Now, uh, Ristead is another um, uh, conglomerate of uh, uh, Vanguard. No, they're owned by uh, they're owned by BlackRock. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I don't want to be called a conspiracy theorist by you guys. Now, uh, tide oil put uh, tide oil output in the core producing regions of the U.S. Now, the premier Eagle Ford, uh, Nabiru, Bakan, and Nagdurko in the fourth quarter of uh, 2021 was around 7.7 million BPD, continuing an upward trend, but short of the pre-pandemic levels. Production in these regions is expected to suppress the 2019 high of 8.1 million BPD by the second quarter of this year and expand further if a super cycle materializes. Now we're going to go into what a super cycle is and we're uh, it's, I want to be honest, it is very hard breaking down some of the um, analytics um, with uh, the way these banks do these things and, when, and the way they do them with the oil companies, the way they, they um, uh, uh, tax and the way they loan out oil on its own they don't. They like they loan out oil. They don't even loan out money. It's it's a it's a, it's a big uh, it's a big oil pit that I have to dive, dive right into. And um, that will be another video, and I will cover what um, these supposedly super cycle materializes. Uh, blah blah blah. Mucho uh, blah blah blah. Um, now, um, if oil prices reach and remain around hundred dollars per uh, per barrel, total production for these core regions would hit 9.9 .9 million BPD by the fourth quarter of 2023, marking a 2.2 million BPD surge from the same quarter of in 2021. I apologize. Now, um, there's like I said, this all this all plays in to. Vanguard and BlackRock, and not just that. The, 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 there's there's so many other families, and there's people, the British royal families. There's people that are hidden in the background and that pay trillions of dollars, trillions of dollars, and that is not an, an underestimate. They pay trillions of dollars to make sure that they are never seen on any television camera. They stay in the sky all the time. They don't even touch down. And these are the elites that um, we at Subliminal Message Studios will constantly hammer down and bring to you because it all ties in with each other. And that and what's going on in the Midwest with the eradication of our education, the privatizing of our highways, the legalization of letting trans right into our school. It's it's all up. It's all up. It's all ties in with the leaks, ladies and gentlemen. That being said, 
why don't we take a quick break and then we'll get right back to this article because like I said it does tie in to the rest of what's going on in this world so that being said this is Subliminal Message Studios I'm your host Leonardo let's take a quick break and we'll get right back to it
ladies and gentlemen, and this is Subliminal Message Studios, and as always, I am your host, Leonardo. Now, jumping right back into this article, ladies and gentlemen, I just do want to stay on point now on. Uh, this is, uh, they go on by saying, although high prices would in theory trigger a burst in tight oil production, acute supply chain bottlenecks, the lag between price signals and its impact on production, and winter weather related disruptions will slow growth. Added to this are expect, uh, our expectations that this spot sand prices will rise to a $50 to $70 per ton range, a level unheard of in this industry's modern history. Now, uh, this will hit operators' wallets, says Artem Abraham Arrested, uh, Energy's, uh, Rice says Energy's head of Shell Research. Now, um, this, like I said again, um, this the reason why I'm getting to this article is because it, it ties exactly in with what's going on with the reconstruction of our, econ- our economy system. And you'll see that um, right up there, what exactly I'm talking about. Now, um, they're looking at different uh, scenarios. A price range between $70 to $100 per barrel would lead to a significant upsurge in output in the fourth quarter of 2022. But we already see that with a prolonged of $90 to $100 per barrel would result in a further increase to the already recovery rig activity from the second quarter of 2022 and a $40 scenario production will return to 2021 levels by 2024. That is, of course, unless World War III happens, in which case, uh-oh, SpaghettiO, um, a lot of secret, um, you know, Arab families get very, very, very rich and surprisingly, surprisingly, somehow stay out of the war at the same time. Now, looking beyond 2023, now $100 WTI will allow the industry to average an annual growth of about 960,000 BPD from the fourth quarter of 2021 through the third to the fourth quarter of 2025. Now, $70 award would still allow for a substantial growth cycle, but the average annual pace will be limited limited to about 560,000 BPD. Now, um, these projection these projections, uh, excuse me, cover unconventional activity in core tight oil regions of all of the lower 48 states, excluding the Gulf of Mexico. For the rest of the lower 48 conventional production and uh, condensed state uh, shell gas regions, excluding the Gulf of Mexico, our oil output has recently stabilized in the 1.7 million, 1.8 million BPD range, and can even recover towards 1.9 million BPD over the next four years in a favorable price environmental amid an increase in infill drilling and mature fields and a robust condensate production outlook in a wet liquids rich parts of a sled gas basin now um that is a lot of litigation. <laughs> that, I guess that, that's a mouthful. I, I apologize for that. Um, uh, it's a lot of rhetoric. Uh, based, what, what they are trying to say is the, the oil and the, uh, the DuPont, the DuPont family is trying to shift their um, their oil industries into more more into the Saudi Arabia families because they know the globalists have turned their backs against Russia. I'm sure you guys have all realized that. Um, now. If you don't know that they haven't done that, and uh, what's really going on, we have been getting our, we have a lot of money. We ha- we export a lot of oil out of Russia. We take, we buy a lot of natural resources out of Russia, and that is because of what Sleepy Poopy has done to us. Thank you, Poopy. Uh, that <laughs> that being said. Um, what this really, really is about is them trying, them, them getting prepared to rape us all the way 
and uh, that's, I don't know what else to say that. Um, now, uh, getting the, into some more uh, juicy, 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 juicy. Um, FBI, uh, FIA, I was about to say FBI. It's the FIA, sorry, Federal Investigation Agency, um, basically the, the FBI, um, it's the same thing. Now, FIA arrests media personality uh, Mohsin Jamil Bahig. Sessions Court declares raid was completely illegal. Now, the Federal Investigation Agency on Wednesday raided the residency of media personality Mohsin Jamil Bahig at Salamit Bahig and arrested him after he allegedly shot at and roughed up members of the raided, raiding team. Oh, I'm sorry, that was funny. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now, according to a press release issued by the investigation agency, the FIA cyber crime cycle raided Bragg's uh, Bag's, uh, house after obtaining a search and seizure warrant from the relevant court. That court was so relevant they got their asses beat in the process. Now, the FIA said it conducted the raid on the complaint of communications minister, Mahid Sahidi, and who had registered a first information report against Mahid at a cybercrime reporting center of the agency in uh, Lahore under sections 20, 21D, and 21.4D. Now, of the Prevention of Electronic Crimes Act 2016, read with section 500 and 555, remember those guys, a Pakistani and Penal Code. They're trying to silence everyone. Now you said, what's going on in America, ladies and gentlemen? Excuse me again. What's going on in America is literally going on everywhere. Make no mistake about that. And I'm not even kidding you about that. It's going on everywhere, okay? Now, um, that that being said, um, uh, uh, and, and this Pakistani Penal Code, that was put in place in 2016. Like, like I just said, in 2016, it was not put in place in there before, but lo and behold, three years... Three years before a great global pandemic that just so uh, works out for them. You know, um, the, uh, the FIR, a copy of which is available with, uh, uh, on uh, com, which, of course, we'll have it on Subliminal Message Studios, so there's no need to go there. But we want to give those guys respect because respect is due, respect is given, and respect is given, and respect is due. Now, um, that... Behig was part of a TV panel last week where the anchor and panelists had questioned the decision to award Federal Minister Mahid Sahid to the top honor in a ceremony to celebrate the top 10 best performing federal ministries. Now, the panel had made several critical and dis, uh, disparaging remarks about the federal minister. You don't talk down your slave owner. How dare you? <laughs> now, initiating and dubious that some other factors were behind the award than his ministry's performance. Well, after all, how dare you talk about um, my ministry's performance? Now, uh, meanwhile, special assistance of the Prime Minister on Political Communications, Shabahis Gill, shared a video reportedly of today's confrontation outside of Bahis Redesign. And I'm going to that video right now, 
this conversation, um, once again, was out of uh, Bahi's uh, residence, and uh, which the media personality can be seen toting a gun, mishandling, and identified an, inv- an uh, unidentified individual and kicking him down to his knees and striking his face with the butt of the gun. As Bahi assumes a shooting stance, gunshots are heard. This uh, video, uh, this video shows us like you just saw. Now, uh, later in uh, later uh, press conference, uh, Gil questioned the credentials of Bahi as a journalist, asking, "Just tell me which newspaper or TV channel you work for." As if they haven't seen him on TV, I don't know how many times. <clears throat> it's outrageous. Like I said, um, they are truly silencing all the scene, uh, it's all the sin. Wow. And um, uh, the reason for that being is because. I said this once, and I'm going to continue saying this again. The reason why there's such a crackdown, why there's, why they continue to push, even though they they know the general the general population, and I am talking about the general population of the world, is standing up. They're awakening up to what's what's going on. They want nothing to do with this new evil regime that is being produced to them. And the reason why they are pushing so hard is because all over the world they are realizing that there is absolutely no way to truly, truly get the next generation and the next generation and the next generation to abide by what they want them to abide by, which is absolute uh, globalism and absolute tyranny. They are realizing that we must destroy the parents because the parents continue to teach the generation after generation after generation. That is why they there's they are not slowing down anymore. That is why they are completely, completely. It's it's gloves off now. It's gloves off nowadays, ladies and gentlemen. Silence all dissent is the name of the game. You understand what I'm saying to you? Now, um, uh, Sessions in court say uh, says re- raid was completely illegal. Now, this is where it gets, uh, uh, let's just say, um, in- interesting. Now, after his arrest, Bahik's counsel, Rahil Nahisia, moved an instant petition on the court of uh, additional Sessions, Judge Zafir Abdekar, and I hope I'm not uh, destroying your guys' name. I am honestly trying my hardest to get uh, every single one of them down the right way. Now, um, the petition stated that some unknown uh, unknown persons in a civil dress had trespassed by Keith's house Tuesday, uh, today uh, today morning or um, by Higgy's house today, which would be that morning. It said a call was made to police helpline after which police officials reached the spot. The people in silver dress were then asked to show any arrest or search warrant, the petition said, adding that instead the superintendent of police Presented on the scene, handed over by he to a person in civvies. In other words, uh, a person like a, a social worker. I also want to say that. Now, in response to this petition, the assistant judge appointed a, a bailiff and ordered by he to be uh, to be produced before the court. Now, later, my uh, Mark Gala uh, police provided a report available available. Um, here at Subliminal Message Studios, which we have, like I said, we are able to acquire the documents. Um, the court bailiff that said an FIR was registered against uh, Bahig under sections 148, 149, 186, and 324, 342, 353. 
um, uh, under, under discharge of his, uh, and this uh, assault or criminal force to deter a public servant from discharge of his duty. That was 353. I apologize. Now, the, the Pakistani and Penel Code in Section 7 of the Anti-Terrorism Act with, uh, after his confrontation with the FIA officials. Now, police also produced an injured person before the court and I identified uh, him and I and identified him, I'm, I apologize, as an FIA employee. Wahiz, uh, Wasimar Waskindyar. Uh, I know I just butchered that name. I truly apologize, ladies and gentlemen. Um, now, when the court asked whether the complaint in the case registered that with the FIA was also present at the hearing, police replied with the uh, compliment was Federal Minister Mahir Saheed. Vice lawyer told the court that the case was registered in Lahore at 9 a.m. and the FIA team was at Bahig's uh, house in uh, Asimdabad and at, at, I, at 8 a.m. Uh, I apologize. Jeez. I cannot get my stuff together. They entered the house without a search warrant, um, basically is uh, what, what is going on here. Now, um, later that day, the court announced that its verdict on the petition, stating that in light of the cases registered with the FIA and Margarita Police, the raid at Bay House was illegal and conducted by persons who were not authorized to do so since the Margarita uh, Police, <coughs> excuse me, SHO was unable to produce any official FIA uh, Lorraine or along with um, uh, credentials or any relevant record um, as of yet. Now, the Sessions and Court order, uh, order said no member of FIA has supported version of the SOO, SHO till yet, and that Bahig has not yet has been arrested at the main case. Now, uh, this was lodged by the FAA. I apologize. Um, it further said that the FIRA registered by Margella Place is said devoted of any police diary, statement of any police re recorded under Section 161 CRPC, and a recovery member of crime empties allegedly fired by the accused party. Now, instead of registering uh, in an FIRA, uh, FIR, uh, FRI, against the unauthorized raiding party, the Margella Police H SHO registered his own FIR for showing fake efficiency. The court order read adding that the misconduct of the SHO is quite floating on the surface of the record. That is some uh, corrupt shit right there. And I apologize for um, getting this uh, stuff uh, mixed, mixed up constantly. I must be tired. Referring to an AATC sending a bag on three-day remain, the Sessions Court order stated that the former was in a better position to determine the merits of the case and legality of the detention of the alleged detainee. The court directed the SHO to entertain bags application in accordance with the law regarding the occurrence as per his own version if this is filed. Now, um, proceedings in ATC. Uh, follow is this, which are, we are going to post um, the proceedings at ATC um, on Subliminal Message Studio, so you can uh, see them all for your own face, and uh, you know, you guys can let me know what you think, because uh, we'll, we'll be following this case as well, because the silence of any journalist is a silence on all of us. The silence on any media, whether it be mainstream, as much as I hate them, on alternative, as much as I love them, on the, on the guy that's only posted one video on YouTube because he thought it was cool, I don't care. It's about all of us standing up together and making sure nothing 
and no voice is silenced. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Now, um, that includes the opposition condemner uh, arrest, uh, the sessions, uh, the sessions the court says, uh, the sessions that were uh, in court uh, that were said about the legal raid, and uh, the proceedings to uh, ATC. Uh, that being said, um, we're we are going to move on to one more juicy doozy because Lord have mercy, there is one more juicy piece of uh, Slavarian, um, Slavic uh, J.P. Morgan uh, just sucking down the draconian throat and the dragulia throat all day. Now, um, J.P. Morgan, this is how it reads to J.P. Morgan bets Metaverse is a one trillion yearly opportunity as it becomes first bank to open in virtual world. The investment in banking and giant J.P. Morgan has set up shop in the Metajuku Mall. The bank's lounge, uh, lounge features a spiral staircase, a liver tire, a live tire, and an illuminated portrait of CEO Jamie Dimon. The catch, J.P. Morgan's newest digs aren't located in the real world, but in a Decentraland, one of the world's most popular metaverse platforms. Now, the bank's metaverse launch co coincided with the release of a paper by Onyx, J.P. Morgan's blocker, uh, blockchain arm launched in 2020, which explores the opportunities offered by the metaverse. Oh, it's exploring quite a lot of opportunities. So many opportunities that uh, people are already getting raped in there. And I'm not kidding around you. That's right. Meta to add personal boundary to virtual worlds after women alleges rape in metaverse. Yeah, sexual harassment in the metaverse. They've already had to include this because uh, um, before I even uh, go on with this article, before I'm going to put that down real quick, real quick because this one obviously coincides with this one. It's now coming out that uh, Mark Zuckerberg had to where is it? I apologize. Mark Zuckerberg has uh, recently been uh, ha had to come out clean, I should say, um, and come out and say uh, metaverse rapes have been um, come uh, have been common since metaverse was first introduced to the public. And uh, uh, we'll also, you'll see that on the screen, obviously, right there. But he's had to come out, yeah, and say that, uh, no, raping and child, even child molestation, more than likely, we just haven't heard about it yet. But don't worry, that will come out here soon. And watch, me, we're, we'll be the first ones to say it. And, of course, it won't be on mainstream media because, uh, you know, they suck and they're pedophiles and they're all with that. Now, these are the um, sexual harassment, uh, harassment rules in the metaverse and if you don't if you break these rules Mark Zuckerberg is going to come there and rub your nipples now uh, um, the new boundary follows a blog post uh, published by UK woman who alleged her avatar was sexually assaulted by a group of male avatars in, her, in Horizon Worlds within 60 seconds of joining she wrote in the post of December uh, December, I was verbally and sexually harassed 34 male avatars with the male voices essentially but virtually gang raped my avatar Damn. Well, uh, why don't you uh, uh, get off um, get off the computer, get off your avatar, and uh, why don't you do it in real life? And uh, not the gang rape part, by the way. I know that's a cool, trendy thing. No, I mean get off of uh, get off of the metaverse, you know, and meet people and use communication. Whoa! Now that is terrorism right there. Now. Um, the new rules follow, uh, follow as implied. Um, Horizon World is just a uh, part of Metaverse, uh, Meta's ambitious plan to lure people toward the Metaverse, which is a combination of virtual reality, augmented reality, and social media its supporters believe could supplement the modern internet. 
MetaShares had plunged this week after the company reported spending more money to launch its metaverse while Facebook shed daily activity users for the first time ever. That's right, because uh, they're, they're trying to sucker people in to get... Uh, to get to get people into this metaverse, and it's not, and I, I already know what a lot of people are, are thinking to themselves. You know what I mean? Um, before we get back to uh, J.P. Morgan uh, saying, "Oh, metaverse is a year, a uh, trillion dollar year uh, cash cow," which. Um, he is not saying that because, um, you know, he's just not saying that because he wants people to dump, uh, dump money into it. He's actually saying that because they, the globalists are going to continue dumping money into this program because they never want to go away. They, they are gonna, they're going to continue to make it so much in your face. It's going to become just like the Internet. It's going to be, become just like the Internet. It's too much in your face for everyone to ignore. So people just decide, why don't we just live with it? And instead of standing up and saying, okay, this is disgusting. You're letting children get raped. You're letting women get gangbanged. You're letting loads of probably God knows what else happen in this metaverse. Oh, and by the way, you're letting no age group. You're letting, you're, and there's no age group that can't join it are set in this supposed metaverse we're just now putting a rule on sexual harassment on there and it's just now getting reported probably because a lot of kids think it's cool they've been playing call of duty now when the civil war happens all right since everyone wants it when this shit pops off you're not going to get that life back now um J.P. Morgan um, uh, the, uh, has predicted with his bank the metaverse will become a one trillion market opportunity in yearly revenues, given that the virtual worlds will infiltrate every sector in some way in the coming years. And this is out of J.P. Morgan's mouth, and that is exactly what I just said. And um, uh, I didn't just I, I didn't have to look at that article to say that this wasn't me like oh, 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 oh. you know what I mean. Um, and I apologize you know, before I keep on going with this. If I uh, do sometimes focus directly on his articles, I just want to make sure that I'm giving this information the way uh, the way it says and the way it is, and uh, also get my information and my um, little spreadsheet I have here, and so I can reanalyze it and give it to you. Now um, that being said, let me keep on going with this now. JP Morgan setting up his first bank within the metaverse. Sounds awesome and sounds amazing. More than likely he's going to be starting already he's already started ripping people off. Um, now um the meta the metaverse, just to get into details, made up of not one but various virtual worlds, popular ones being browser-based Decentraland. The sandbox owned by Hong Kong's Animoc brands and Roblox which is favored among kids and teens. Users use digital avatars to explore, the, explore these virtual lands where they can socialize, play games, purchase real estate, browse art, or go shopping. Now, in recent months, companies have rushed to enter the metaverse, retail and entertainment brands from Walmart and Nike to Disney and Walmart Music Group. All joined the rush. Warner Music, the entertainment uh, behemoth, home to a star-studded uh, artist roadster, including uh, Dua Lupa and the Red Hot Chili Peppers, is, current, is currently building a concert-focused theme park on metaverse's platform, The Sandbox. Luxury brand Gucci has purchased land on the same platform to develop a space to host a reverse uh, 
immersive experiences. Basically, I wonder if that means pedophilia at its fullest. Uh, uh, <laughs> immersive experiences, right? Um, uh, um, uh, <coughs> uh, um, strip clubs. I offer digital fashion items for purchase targeted at Gen Z. The sandbox has already cultivated over 200 partnerships with companies, brands, and individuals, including rapper Snoop Dogg. Snoop Doggy Dogg, I'm glad to see you are falling in line with the rest of the pedophiles. I'm ashamed of you. Sportswear from Adidas and Japanese gaming company Atari says that uh, uh, says this is all these are all the people that I'm uh, uh, just reading off to you that are in this uh, that are all signed up so far. However, these companies are just a wide array of the industries that are joining in. PepsiCo, PepsiCo is already in there. Coca Cola has been in there. <coughs> Um, countless others, excuse me. Now, um, uh, real estate is also booming in the metaverse economies. Virtual land sales has been driven by the growth of the ownership economy, and um, which refers to a new alliteration uh, of the internet, which enthusiasts, uh, enthusiasts have advocated as decentralized, equitable, and user-controlled. Virtual real estate is a growing market, says P, uh, J.P. Morgan, and brands have contributed by this by buying up space so they can create virtual stores and other experiences. The average price for a parcel of virtual land doubled in just six months last year, surging from 6000 in June to 12000 by December across the four main metaverse platforms. Now, last last June, developer Every Realm bought a piece of Decentraland for 913000 uh, 913, The land has now been turned into the Metajuco shopping district where J.P. Morgan's lounge is located. The virtual real estate market will eventually start seeing services like credit, mortgages, and rental agreements. This is all said, uh, said by um, good old J.P. Morgan. Another Another one of our fantastical uh, plastical Nazis, and you know, they, I, I'm not going to stop calling any of you guys Nazis. That's exactly what you are. I, I, I'm sorry, but that's exactly what you are. They, they, you know, when you clearly say that you think you are better than someone because you got vaccinated or because you're so far ahead of the curve, I'm trying to be as simple as I can. That is the same thing, the same ideology that brought in. Brought the Nazis the same the same rhetoric that was uh, making it okay that made it, the, the the general population in Germany back in nineteen uh, in the early nineteen uh, uh, in the early nineteen thirties to start offing Jews in mass numbers. You have to understand this, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not. I'm trying to educate you. Okay. Um, now, uh, J.P. Morgan has been undertaking efforts to build out its blockchain and crypto expertise and infrastructure. Now, um, Onox Global Head uh, Christina Moy said that its unit is now focused on providing infrastructure like blockchain and payments tech to clients, which includes game publishers. Now, uh, uh, Diamonds Bank isn't the only one optimistic about the metaverse's trillion-dollar opportunity. J.P. Morgan's Wall Street rivals such as Goldman Sachs forecast the universe, yeah, meta universe will become an $8 trillion market. Now, still metaverse bulls have been hit hard this year. Shares of video game developers Roblox are down nearly 25% today after releasing disappointing quarterly results. Now, metaverse stocks have underperformed in 2022 with the Roundhill Ball Motorverse ETF down 15.3% year-to-date compared to tech-heavy NASDAQ, which is now uh, NAS, uh, NASDAQ, sorry, which is down 13.5%. 
Now, um, what does that all mean? And the reason why I'm reading this off, the reason why I'm really getting getting into this, the reason why I'm stepping into the metaverse, and we are going to do a full review of the metaverse too. The video we have on that is more than likely going to scare the shit out of you because it kind of scared the shit out of me making it and it's still kind of scaring the shit out of me uh, while we're in the process of it making it right now. Um, that being said, uh, the reason... Uh, there's 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 a couple different aspects to this, okay? Of why the stocks have went down. One of the uh, simplest aspects to this world is waking up. The world as it being, and I'm I'm saying the world because the world as it being is waking up as a whole. They are understanding that that the global elites are trying to and and enthuse the human brain with the mechanical brain, and um, the global population is saying. Uh, you know what I mean? We don't want it. We we don't want anything to do with your uh, globalization. We don't want anything to do with you, do do with your socialization, and um, not even just that. The world is also waking up and finding out what it is to be free. You know. You know, in closing that, that's what it's really, really about. You know what I mean? That's that's what this is really. The world is really waking up and finding out what it really is to be uh, free. Finding out the price you have to pay to be free. And Lord knows it costs blood. It costs tears. A whole lot of tears. It costs a lot of pain. A lot of lies. A lot of a lot of little white lies that you kind of just have to deal with and uh, stand in court and just be like, you know what? Think whatever you want. I know the truth. You know what I mean? Uh, a lot of different other things, man. But what, what we have to do, ladies and gentlemen, is all Always keep our faith. That is one thing that they will continue to want to keep away from you. They will continue put to continue to push this narrative of oh, constantly be worried about being happy. Excuse me. That's what it's really about. Just constantly worry about being happy. Don't don't pay attention to what's going on in the world. Don't focus on what's in these vaccinations. No, it doesn't matter if they don't work against COVID-19, the variants of COVID-19. That doesn't matter. Get three, four boosters. Who cares if it starts whining after, oh, shit, it's linked to cancer and a bunch of other stuff. You know, who cares? Do it anyway. Good be a, be a good slave. Now you are ahead of the curve. Back to what I was saying. Uh, back to what I was saying about this, ladies and gentlemen. Why the that is the first simplest reason. <laughs> that is the first simplest reason. My bad. That is the first simplest reason why um, these numbers are down. Is because the world as as a whole is waking up, and we are standing up and remembering what it is to be free. The second reason is is because they are getting ready. They are getting ready for the internet shutdown. They are putting in places, legislation in every state is being introduced, anywhere from, uh, leg uh, anywhere from legislations from DNA tracking, which we have, uh, we have that, uh, that legislation which is going through in the state of Nebraska, which I find hilarious because some of the same sen uh, senators that are speaking out Against um, uh, against you know uh, these tyrannical uh, tyrannical legislations on uh, like LB 906 that basically gives uh, your employee the right to constantly test you, constantly say you have to wear a mask, you're a slave, you're unvaccinated, you're anti-vaxxer. This is all about making you out to be the slave. You're the Jew now, basically. But some of those same uh, good Republican, um, uh, good Republican, I support some of them, you know what I mean? But some of those same guys that had a problem with that, well, they're, they had no problem signing on to the DNA legislation. 
I'm just saying, guys, we better wake up because that DNA legislation is being is 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 the um, uh, the step to the internet shutdown, and you guys will probably see that uh, here coming soon. Just a little uh, hint hint towards all my senators um, in the uh, good state of Nebraska. That legislation will be pushed through here soon. But that is the second reason why you see these numbers going down. Is because they are getting ready for the internet shutdown, and they have to do it by cyber attack, either by cyber attack, ladies and gentlemen, or what I have also been thinking is they are going to do it, um, and the um, they're going to do it in the name of free speech. And I don't know how else to say that they're going to do it in the name of free speech, saying that. It's up to us to save free speech by getting rid of some of the platforms on the internet. What's going to happen? What's going to happen is, if they don't do the cyber attack, what's going to happen? A cyber attack, excuse me. What's going to happen is they're going to introduce it as we're not shutting down the internet. We just we want you guys to subscribe. You're going to have subscriptions, only certain subscriptions that you're going to, uh, you know, you're going to be able to subscribe to on the internet. It's no longer going to be able to be where you go on Google or Yahoo, and you're going to be able to search in whatever information you want to. It's not going to be like that. You're going to have to subscribe only to certain things that they, that internet is allowing you to do. Um, uh, now, and now, on whole, ladies and gentlemen. That is uh, going to bring us to the down of this end of this broadcast. Um, I hope, um, I, I truly hope that everyone, everyone um, takes care of themselves. I hope everyone wakes up every single day and realizes it's not about being happy. It's just about keeping your faith and happiness will come if you truly believe and realize that honor, courage, faith, all of these great things, they, they're not things that are just made up in movies. These are truly the things that Amer the Americans believe in in particularly. And we will continue to believe in them. We will continue to flourish. Even, though how, even no matter how dark it gets, ladies and gentlemen, let America be the shining light. This is Subliminal Message Studios, and I am always your host, Leonardo. May God be with us all.